Hey, this is Tone. And this is Max. And thank you for listening to another episode of TNM Podcast. I hate that voice that you're doing. I think it's an amazing voice. Anyway, so we watched a movie recently called... Uh, Project Power. And uh, I'm being straight honest with you guys. I didn't know what was happening. She said, we're about to watch a movie. I was like, uh, what are you talking about? It was early in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. And she just kind of cut it on. I had no idea who was in it. When it came on, I seen a white guy and this black girl, and they were talking about selling drugs, and I was totally confused about the premise of the show, and I didn't know if I wanted to watch it or not. So it stars um, Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Dominique Fishback. And uh, fun fact, Dominique Fishback plays a high school teenager. And yes. the reality is she's only a couple of years younger than you. Like 30-something. She's something. 29. Oh, wow. She looks really young. She played... No, she looks extremely young. She played a teenager to the point that I... Be- I was like, who is that little girl? No, I really thought she was a baby I was like, in this world. Where did they find that teen actor from? Like, she really looked like a kid, though. Yes. In, like every piece she did i mean like in 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 her acting so everyone um i know that a lot of people remember joseph gordon levitt from third rock that's where i remember his face from the most vividly his biggest character um but jamie fox has this way of acting that pulls extra oomph out of people like most of the time when I see him acting in things, I feel like the people around him catch up to a certain extent. Even Django. Yes. Like, you could see Samuel L. Jackson and Leonardo DiCaprio kind of... Like, even though they're amazing actors in their own right, yeah, it was almost like an energy that they, like, you could tell they were pulling from yeah it's a turn up like yes. he he makes the people that are on screen with him turn up he's and, intense yes and i was okay so then let, we're gonna get into a little bit of spoilers because i feel like most people have seen it yes so we're just gonna freely share our thoughts and feelings on and that. we're gonna go off the rails a little bit from time to time right so he has this catchphrase and I have things about movies that I don't like. I don't like musicals at all. She absolutely despises musicals. Can't do it. She fast forward through the music part if she likes the movie. Baby, I am old school. Tyler Perry on DVD with remote in hand. I don't like musicals, okay? And I don't like rap musicals, especially, okay? But there was something about the way that all of that was executed in it. Like, it's not a musical, but there are, like, musical portions of it. Jamie Foxx. If Jamie Foxx has an actual creative uh, piece in yeah. a movie, there will be music in it somewhere. Right. And Exactly. And I think that it was really just a, a balance and it added a dimension to her character. Um, she played a girl, Robin. Um, it, it added a dimension to her character that um, I 
I feel like when you when you saw first of all it's set in New Orleans and it's set in New Orleans in a way that it was not highlighting the worst of the city um but it was just like kind of giving you a a flash of the the I'm going to say diversity um because pre Katrina New Orleans was over 75% black and I lived there during that I feel like we've talked about that in other episodes um and post Katrina people started coming from different places and then people started moving around because they had been displaced from areas that were like it took a really long time um for them to be okay so there were people that lived in the general area that then like moved into the city and so it showed the city in a way that it was just like okay it didn't look like um death you know what i'm saying yeah. And and so I was really happy to say showed it in a way that it would make somebody interested in actually going to New Orleans despite all of the wild stuff that was going on. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like the city itself was like a, a another character. I guess that's why I took so much time on it. Go ahead. No, uh no, New Orleans it definitely showed New Orleans in a light that I think a lot of people, you know, may not that's not been haven't been there might be interested in going like you said. Yeah. Definitely. I agree with that. Uh it also showed a reality about the way that the broader audience who kind of view New Orleans in a different light kind of a uh, broader audience would view New Orleans. Like it was a it was a direct connection to we're using New Orleans for this thing. Yeah. Right? To it's a place that people really don't care about as much. And so it's not an issue if we do this here. And I think that I think that it's not that people don't people there are a lot of people that have been allowed to be forgotten in that city in one way or another. And I think that that was like the one of the points being made is like, you know, you have this area so that apartment complex they showed that had murals all over it. Um that they were in in the beginning scenes. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. You hear me? No, I'm listening. Oh, okay. The, the, um, that was actually not far from my home. Oh, okay. So the way that it's constructed down there is very, like, mixed. And so there's a lot of, like, it's mixed income throughout the entire city. Like, the like whole, there's no real neighborhood. There's like, no certain kind of neighborhood. Right. It's just, like, this neighborhood has this kind of architectural vibe, mm. and this other one has a different one. Gotcha. And that's really it. Um, so that area, it had been a first, like pre Katrina, it was an area that did not necessarily have all of the doors on all of the units. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. Did not necessarily have all of the windows in all of the units, but was still actively a place that people live. Wait, you, you telling me that uh-huh. there was no doors, no windows. And, on some of the and units. And human beings were existing in these. So they may not have been living in the units that didn't have doors, right? But there were units like that. But there were units like that. And you could see it from the highway. It wasn't, it's, it's not like a place, like when you go over the overpass, there's a toll bridge. You can see it from the toll bridge. It's not like some secret hideaway place. It's right on the river. That And so if people are okay with that, They've been okay with it. Right. Then 
doing something like what was done in the movie wouldn't be seen as an issue. It was not far fetched. Right. Because like if you're gonna live with that, then obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, and so the, I think that that was one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about it the most is because like you know, um, the setting for that was perfect. Yeah. No, there was thought that went into this thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So we did not dig deeper to see whether or not this is from a. Real quick, the only other place I could see them doing is Detroit. But go ahead. Yep. Yep. But I think the only so let's talk theory, right? Um, I think the only thing that would be the issue, um, is the ability to get in and out. But if they did use Detroit, it would be like a something with the border of Canada. Right. At which... Well, the in and out isn't much different than New Orleans. The only reason I say that is because Detroit actually has a better escape route. To where, though? Canada? Well, you can go to Canada, but you can also go to the rest of the United States. You don't gotta go across large No, bridges. they were leaving the country. Oh, they were to Mexico. Yeah, something like that. So Canada would be... Yeah, that's yeah. the point okay, like was to said, leave the country. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so, uh, so we went off on a theory tangent, but I mean, overall, um, I felt like first I was nervous because I was like, Lord, are they about to have him be? You know, um, is this a who is the savior in this movie? Right. We never seen Jamie Foxx as a bad guy for real. We've. Have we ever? I don't think so. Now I'm trying to think if we. And not the only movie I remember watching because I would have notated that. In my I feel like he's played. Oh no, but he wasn't a bad guy. He was just in the military and really, like, rough. Yeah. And when it, Jamie Fox has this thing where he'll have a catchphrase, <laughs> and so then the movie that I always think about is when he was playing like he was in the military, and I don't even remember like what branch it was, but everything he did, he was ooh rah. <laughs> oh, like yeah. was it every jarheader? Yes, something like that. Oh, of course, that was if he was saying "ooh But yeah, and so like he, the catchphrase in this movie was, "Look me in my eyes, am I lying?" And that wore me out. I'm not gonna lie, it wore me out in the beginning, but as time progressed. I warmed up to the catchphrase. She brought into it. She bought into it. I did. Uh, but Jimmy Fox have a tendency to have a way to have you buy into some foolishness. He do. He does. Like I always bring up Django because Django's foolishness. Let's let's be honest about Django. Django was foolishness, but he had us all brought bought in. We all bought into Django. We was like, yeah. oh, that movie's amazing. It, it, it. Anybody else? <laughs> Who, who would have played Django, that movie would have been garbage. Yeah, nobody else could have done it. No. So, um, so then, I was trying to figure out who he was the entire movie. Yes. It's a mystery <clears throat> of sorts. And so, if you have not watched it, I won't do, like, a reveal on exactly, but pay attention to his dynamics and, right. like, see if you can figure out who he was. Because I knew that there were some like underlying things going on but I couldn't I couldn't etch out um beyond the fact that he was like on this quest to um you know retrieve his child right 
I couldn't figure out what his deal was. I couldn't really figure out if he was a good or bad guy. Yeah. Like, like you really can't. You can, Like you said, you can't figure out who the good people are and who the bad guys mm-hmm. are. Uh, not until, like, the middle of the movie. Yeah. And uh, it's... It's a good movie. It is. I liked... Um, I like the fact that his... Like, there was a... A connection about fatherhood. Yes. Right? Yeah. Throughout the whole thing. It was like this girl and you could tell she had seen like a like a father figure out of this police officer that she was narking for and um you could see that, you know, when she was at home it was just her and her mom. Mm-hmm. And then when she starts interacting with Jamie's character, you see them starting to build a rapport and you see her like looking for a connection. Mm, Yes. Um, And watching how that developed was great. Another thing I'll say, I don't know what kind of budget Netflix be having, but the special effects and the like, I, I enjoyed the way that they played with superpowers yeah. and abilities and things like that. I enjoyed the visuals that went along with it. Right. There's a fight scene <clears throat> that is kind of distorted and I could tell that that's, that's probably where they did some like camera trick stuff. It felt like this is camera trick stuff so then you can see you can like experience one of the powers without seeing every angle of this very intricate multiple person fight where there's a the girl and the stuff the frost and whatever like what oh. you're watching but it was like it was beautifully done in that you thought that you were watching it oh this is a cheap shot but you really ended up getting into a very detailed intricate yes. breakdown of exactly what was happening to you know people as they take this drug and as it doesn't necessarily right. agree with whatever it is that's going on in their body. Because obviously the human body isn't made for some of the abilities. Yeah. Uh, and so it was just like you watch this girl transform and like eventually deteriorate. But like it, I think that because we were seeing so much and there were so many visuals that were like vivid and there was a lot of explosions and people turning into things and all of that. And so you think big budget. That shot was just... It was brilliant. Because they didn't have to do multiple shots. It was yeah. one of those things where it's a continuous shot. You could see what's happening to the girl. Yeah. And you can see what's happening to the people who were fighting. Uh-huh. And you didn't have to do a lot of editing in a way of, like, trying to mix, mix and mesh shots. And you didn't have to teach Jamie Foxx karate. No. Okay. No, nah, he was brawling. Jamie Foxx brawled through this. He was brawling. Up. Like, Jamie Foxx is a fighter. He is. But he's not a martial artist. No, and they were trying to make him this, like, super trained military Krav Maga. And it was like, there's some stuff that he can do. Because, you know, he's done, like, I was just talking about how he's done military movies before. So there's some stuff that we've seen him do. It's like, okay, that's not a stretch. But there were some elements of that fight, like, break your arm, twist your arm, behind your back, upside down. Like, all that type of stuff, like, real, real fast. That it's just like, okay, Jamie... I don't don't know if I believe that. But the way that they shot it, I bought it. 
I think they could have done Jamie Foxx more like they do Denzel Washington his fight scenes. Right? I'm thinking about when I saw Denzel Washington. Uh, they Den- just showed a person getting beat up. When Denzel? Yeah. <laughs> you don't do that. You just stand there in front of you get beat up. Yeah, you no. see him get flying across the room. <laughs> no, but no, Um, I'm trying to think of the... There was this movie that he came out with recently. Mm-hmm. He was an older guy. Oh, the Equalizer? These are like Equalizer, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, he fights in that, but it's more of almost like a... Uh, What's that one guy that everybody just be like? He don't even do nothing, but he be beating people up. The old, the uh, old martial artist. Everybody used to talk about the uh, long ponytail. Oh, oh man, it just it went in my mind you know and then left. I know who you're talking about. Go ahead. Uh, no, but it's always similar to the way he fought, right? Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like methodical. Yes, and I think that like so that's a that's another thing. So the martial arts in this thing, it um. It, the choreography was good. It was good. Uh, the motorcycle part was probably the motorcycle parts yeah. were interesting. Yes. Um, and I also liked I liked how they played with the special effects, and they did some really good chase scenes. The chase scenes were really smooth and really like. It was engaging. It made you feel like you were in the chase with them and not in the, like, the yes. super fly moving camera. They had a lot of continuous shots in this movie, oh. and I think that was a budget thing, but they did it brilliantly. They did. It was... And I think that that's probably how they had the extra to, like, turn people into stuff. Right. Right? And I always try and think about, like, how... Cut down on the editing. Yep. And, and just, like, really... They gave us a really well laid out story. I know we said we were going to give spoilers, but I don't feel like we did. Not a whole lot of them, though. We didn't really give any spoilers because there's so many layers of the movie that's left. Um, I think that one of the things that I um, appreciated the most was they showed probably a more accurate depiction of... um, community when it comes to how black people see one another and hear hear me out I'm listening so throughout <clears throat> film and Hollywood a lot of times they'll show us in adversarial roles they'll show you know somebody is trying to like one up somebody or yeah. they'll show you know what I mean like no, the, yeah. the friendships that they had in here were genuine friendships Yes. Right. It wasn't like the one friend that's gonna make it, and then the other friend that's jealous. Right. It was like no, like you're good and you're gonna make it, and I'm your friend, and we just friends. Right. Right. And then it was like black stranger to black stranger. We are not automatically on guard. Um, no. For one another. No. Yeah. Unless we catch a vibe. Like, you right. know, unless we catch a vibe, unless there's some reason for us to be suspicious or apprehensive or, like, or or um, negative towards one another. If there's, like, some reason, like, I, you just right. look like you on some other stuff. Right. Generally, we are, like, more communal. Yeah. 
No, definitely. I agree with we that. We speak to one another. We compliment one another. We're kind to one another to strangers. Right. And so... Strangers who looks like they're coming from our community, yes. Well, yeah, like, black stranger yeah. to black stranger, yes. we have, a, a, a like, a check that we'll do that is, right. like, if that does not happen, then I'm like, oh, you... Like, a lot of black guys will kind of nod at each other. Yeah. If you don't nod, then we know, like, okay. Even black women, yeah. we, you know what I mean? Like, and, it, and it's not necessarily a nod. But it's just like an acknowledgement of sorts, and there's a return that happens. That is like, if that does not happen, right, then there's something weird. And I think you know that we need to keep our distance or something. I yeah. think that when he interacted with the girl at the chicken place, mm-hmm. um, that sounds horrible. But y'all will see what I'm talking about. When he interacted with the girl at the chicken place, I think that that is when I figured out that he was not a bad guy. Yeah. Well, I think. Yeah. I think that, you know what I mean? Because I was like, okay. But then I got confused again, right? But at the co- that gave me a moment that it was like, okay, black people to black people, we catch vibes off of one another. Right. This exchange is, you know, uh, kind, right? Older guy, like, you know, young girl working at the chicken shack, doing too much. But still, like, being kind and being cordial and him being, like, appropriately kind back. Oh, yeah. It was like, okay. He's not, he's not a creep. But then... Yeah, no, yeah definitely. That was definitely a yeah. time when you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, like, what? I think it was important to watch yeah. him be appropriately kind in return. She was looking for more and he returned just enough for... Her to be I don't even think that she was looking for more because let me tell you New Orleans is a place oh mm-hmm. that everybody is my baby my honey my oh, sweetie my you. right got and you. so then that complimenting thing that we do culturally down there multiply it got you alright okay great so so multiply it down there so culturally and so culturally they were very accurate in that and you know that's where he shot Ray so he oh, likes. Oh yeah. He likes the city anyway. Well, he's from Texas. He so. is. He's from. It's not that Terrell, far, Texas. Like, but I mean, but I mean, like professionally, he has worked in New Orleans before, yeah. and likes working in New Orleans. Right. So I like that's just a side note. Um. But it was just it was like one of those moments, like okay, well we know he's not a creep. What else is happening? And there's a lot of other things that unfold. Um. The police officer's character was on my nerves um, to an extent. I think he was well... I think his character represented well, though. With oh, yeah. What you would kind of expect in that scenario, right? Yes. Um, with, you know, with the law enforcement um, angle they were taking. Right? right, and I feel... I just feel like he was... I feel like he was um I think a more believable I'm trying to think of how to say this because in times like these it's interesting to see us interacting with the police right and we know that there's a spectrum of types of people, right? Mm-hmm. So then people go get jobs, and one of those jobs happen to be police, right? Right. So I think that the way that they played his character in the relationship dynamics, at first you think that he is just trying to take advantage of this 
you know, this girl that is in a bad way and she, you know, needs money um, and she can't afford to get in trouble. So they join forces, right? Because there's also that underlying story of corruption in the police force in right. New Orleans. No, right, right, right. Right? So the, the casting of this whole thing was perfect just because of that. Um, but I think that he had a level, a layer of humanity that that made more sense than if they would have tried to play him any other way. No, I think he was a fair representation of probably what most law enforcement is. Yeah. Uh, like you're just trying to do... Right. I think, um, you know, you can kind of play with it a little bit more than you can in real life because it's a movie. Right. Uh, but I think, yeah, I mean, you know, everybody got to work their job. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to figure out things and how to get by. And how to do things to the best of their ability. And he really had a love for his community in general. Uh, that kind of transcended his employment. Right. And I think that was what helped him. Uh, I, I think so too. So, I mean, overall, the characters, even the little bit of time that the daughter spent on screen. Yeah. Her character... Did not have a lot of lines, but it was well developed. Oh, definitely. We know who exactly who she was, where she came from, mm-hmm. what happened. And, you know, so we didn't expect a lot from her when she showed up. No. and But also, there was enough that we saw that is like, if they decide to come back with another one, it would be interesting to see how, like, yes, yeah, what, what role it is that she had. And they that. kept it open. They did, for the most part. Um, it would be a, like, they would have to really sort out. I feel like they were trying to do two things. I feel like they were trying to close out the movie Mm -hmm. so that it could stand on its own. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they were trying to leave the door open in case somebody is like, oh, y'all need a part. Well, this is Netflix, so they might, you know, you know, Netflix do. Make a whole series out of the thing. Now it's the Project Power series. Exactly. And honestly... In my heart of hearts, I wish that it had been a series. That's it's, my yeah, only critique. Yeah, it would have probably been more interesting, more like more layered. Well, so it. we're losing we're losing Marvel, right? From Netflix, right? Netflix you know, do need to find a. It needs a series that's sustainable yeah. that makes you want to binge watch it that that keeps you interested, and I feel like that concept. Um, that would have done well as a series, but they could not afford Jamie. Here's here's the twofold. One, I feel like I would have preferred watching this as a series. Right. Two, they were never going to be able to afford Jamie Fox in a series. No, no, but this would have never. I don't think this would have worked as well without Jamie Fox either. No. And I almost feel like he had a lot of creative input on this. Mm-hmm. On this show, and also got Jamie Foxx the opportunity. Uh, Jamie Foxx are already somewhat of an action star. Yeah, but it. Um, but it, it gave him it gave more. right it gave him a door open into action roles because that's where the money is. And let me tell you something, I want to see Jamie Foxx, Will Smith, who else? 
those are the only two I wanted to see together. I don't, I didn't really like, but she wanted a huge like I production like of a, a bunch of because we have like the Denzel Washington, Will Smith, Jamie Fox. Uh, so here, here's my thought process. So you know, like how we have Shaft and how they had the three generations yeah. of Shaft. I really liked that approach to that like universe, right? So I don't know if it's with this. But or, question: What if? What if? Just hear me out, boys. I know boys, but uh, bad boys in this movie share the universe. That's what I was. I'm telling you, in my mind, I was like, if they... And then the Equalizer shared the universe with it as well. If they found ways to merge those universes and ha- give us just one Avenger-level crossover of the three, like, because they did or, that... You know, what you was know. that movie? There's a, there's, a, there's a bunch of movies that merged like that. It was like Unbreakable. Oh, you're talking about Glass. Yeah, where it had Samuel Samuel. Well, so it was. It was but there was like it was the it was the multiple personality dude was in it. So too. it was all part of the same universe already. Like the so right. it's comic book, and right. they were all part of the same universe already. But they made but, them almost like three separate movies. It, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, and when then you, they came you, brought it all together. Yeah, non, uh, nerd of that persuasion. Right, coming into watching those movies. I didn't understand that they were already connected. Right. And so it was like... No, I kind of put that together late. Once I seen Mr. Glass in all three movies... Yeah. I was like, they're connected. No, I didn't watch all three. Because, I did. So, like, it wasn't until I saw the trailer for the, like, this merge film that mm-hmm. I was like, eh, well, maybe I should watch the other things, but then I just never got to it. Right. Yeah, so I watched the... Uh, I can't remember what all three movies. Are. I know Glass is the last movie. It's fine. We don't have to. Get but it. no, I'm saying I were, I watched the first two. I watched the very first one at first, and then I watched Glass, and then I watched the second one. So I watched them out of order. Right. But I'm just like you know I um I think that this is a film that will give us um, an opportunity to see more of Jamie Fox running and jumping and fighting and punching people. Um, while he's still of age to do so, hear <laughs> that me? Right. I feel like that's a whole nother conversation. These fifty-something-year-old black people are. This is why they say, you know, magic because don't crack and don't crack because first of all, the athleticism. They don't look. None of these 50-something-year-old black people look 50. No. 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 It's insane. No. And so I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know what this is about to be. I don't even know what this is about. Romney does not look 50. No, Romney. Yes. I know we talked about Romney. The, we talked about the last episode, episode but like. But no. Like, I when when they said 50. I was 50. 50 like, you what? told me 40. Like, 43, 44. I've been like, oh yeah. If he would have said forty two, yeah, I'd have been like, like oh, okay. you you lived a lot of life yeah. in forty two, right? Okay, yeah. But all of these people, and so I'm like, I'm excited to see how they push the envelope and leave the door open longer for more, because that's really the thing. You look at the number of black people that actually get into Hollywood, and a lot of them end up doing it when they're older. 
Yes, a lot of because, people get in and whatever. You know, because yeah. it seems like, okay, there's no room, there's no whatever, but even Taraji, right? Like, you have all right. of these people that, you know, um, that have been in the game for such a long time, and they are still performing and producing at such high levels um, beyond 45, which is where, in your mind, you think, like, because but of the because age of the they change, got in at 30. Exactly. They're in it longer than maybe other. And they're lasting longer uh, than others because they're not they're not burned out and I love how long they're leaving the door open because then it's like (laughs) well maybe we can get more black people in Hollywood if there's more viability into older age right you can it seems as if some black people a lot of black people can play younger longer the exact really the project power was all of these people because even um you know uh uh lord i can't get his name together from third rock help i just said his name i was doing really good i remembered his name and everything uh joseph gordon levitt he is almost 40 yeah and he looks a cool 33 uh, yeah, like he's almost forty, and he does not look it. The the girl that played uh, the teenager, yeah, she you know what I'm saying. Cool and then Jamie, eighteen, if that right, yeah. And then Jamie, forty five, right. Solid, a solid square forty five, and he, it was just he had like a whole adult daughter in the movie. Uh, I know. You know, and 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 here's the thing, like. One thing I'm realizing Black Hollywood isn't doing anymore is forcing age on people anymore. Yeah. Uh, there was a time when you watched all the movies and you'd be like, oh, so them two's playing a mom and dad, right? Because now they're up there in age. And so now you have to be the mom and dad now. You can't be anything other than a mom and dad or auntie now. Mm-hmm. Or our uncle because you're up there in age and that's just how they view you. And it's like, no, that don't matter. If they look young enough, if they have the, if they have the spry, uh, spry. Yeah. Uh, Angela, know. Angela Bassett was playing a young mother. <laughs> like yes. not that long ago. Right. Was it, 10 years ago, she was playing a, a young Angela mother. Angela Bassett still dropping her kids off. 42 years old. Angel Bassett is a cool 89. Let me tell you. Don't do it. Don't. Mm-mm. No, I'm just, it's just an exaggeration. Okay. I'll it's an exaggeration, bad. obviously. But like, no, yeah. She, she and others, all, you know, a lot of her counterparts, right. they have been taking care of themselves yes. well. Yes. And they look great. And I'm here for it. And I hope that they can leave the door open even longer so yeah. that you know more people can get into the industry right and and we can see some more representation so i'm i'm appreciative of the work give jamie fox his flowers yes. i'm appreciative of the work well that he, he already got his uh what was it um his oscar oscar i mean yeah but i'm talking about like can we just appreciate it oh yeah jamie, Bo- jamie fox is definitely a jewel of our community i mean he was yeah. just protesting. You yeah. know what I mean? And and in a way that was not like, I'm out here, y'all. It was like he just made himself available so that the camera stayed there and let other people talk. Like you me know? and Max was talking about, Jamie Foxx is probably one of the few famous people who can probably go into a mall and shop and be left alone. Yeah. Uh, I think that we just respect him. Right. 
And we know he'll fight. Hey, <laughs> we 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 know right. he'll fight. And now we know that even though he's older, uh, he could still fight. So yeah. you know, but just give him his flowers. He did an Definitely. amazing job. Everyone in this film. Oh, oh, we said Angela Bassett. Her husband was in this movie. I don't. Who's that? Yes. Um. Um. Lord. I was, Here we go. She forgetting names again, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. Right. I'm she, old. She bringing up. She bringing up people. And she don't know the name. No, right. don't do me like that. That's not right. <laughs> um, Sydney in his name. I don't. I don't know who her yes, husband is. Yes, his name is Sydney. Stop. What did he do? Angela Bassett's husband. Oh, was it the commissioner? Courtney. Why do I? Why do I call him Sydney? Was it the captain or? Yes. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Captain yeah, yeah. Crane. Yeah, yeah. Courtney did a great job. He in was in this there for film. three scenes. Yes. And he did an amazing job those three scenes. Let me tell you something. Yes, because you got okay. to give him a, a good check. Because when he to. comes, when he delivers whatever line he's delivering, he's gonna deliver all four lines. You have like, received it, yes, okay. man. All right, he acted his butt off. Courtney don't all come in there playing. Lines. No, no, not at all. You know, he he did an amazing. They only could afford him for four lines. They couldn't okay. because those those four lines. Okay, they didn't have to do it twice. No, you know. No, he walked in ready. <laughs> Boom, he walked out like it was nothing. Everyone did an amazing job in this film. It is totally worth watching if you have not seen it. Thank you for your time. Mm -hmm. I have been Mags. And I am Tom. Talk to you next time.